0: الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله Ya you had led in wala amanu illa wa unto Muslimun. Ya you had led in a amanu takulaha wakulu kolan sedida. You Lakum lacum amalacum. Way after lacum the no vacum. Woman you tell laha warasu lahu fakad the fasa alima. Sadakallahul aladim. All thanks and praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whom we thank, seek for help, and invoke for forgiveness. We seek refuge with Allah from the evils within ourselves. And I bear witness that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger. Dear brothers and sisters, our religion has given so much importance to cleanliness and purification, so it became part of our faith. And nazafatum min al-Iman, said our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, cleanliness is from the faith. Then in another narration, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took it to another level, and said, Cleanliness is half of faith. Half of the faith, so we take cleanliness and purity seriously in our lives. He, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, practiced cleanliness himself, and then also ordered his companions to follow as well. Our faith, has always encouraged us to be in a state of cleanliness and purification, both physically and spiritually. I say this because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said, "Inna Allah yuhibbu wa yuhibbu Allah loves those who repent, and loves those who clean themselves. And this verse. Talks about two dimensions of the purification. First, inner purification, and then outer purification. And today, I will try to build my khutbah on this beautiful verse, insha'Allah. The verse that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts those people on the list of people whom He loves. It ends with, Inna yuhibbu. Surely Allah loves those and there are quite many of them in the Quran and in this case those who repent and those who clean themselves, keep themselves pure. And now let's start with the first part of the verse, inner purification, which can be achieved by having a clean and pure thinking. Avoiding sinful acts and remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And most importantly, making sure that the heart is pure from the spiritual diseases such as anger, hatred, pride, and arrogance. And if any of them are committed, then the best way to purify is through tawbah, repentance. In Surah al tahrim Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya آمَنُوا amanu tubu اللَّهِ tawbatan nasuha Oh you have believed repent to Allah with sincere repentance not just a repentance with sincere flawless repentance And then at the end the glad tidings came He said perhaps Asa Asa rabbukum أَن يُكَفِّرَ عَنكُم سَيِّئَاتِكُمْ وَيُدْخِلَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ He said, perhaps your Lord will remove from you your misdeeds and admit you into gardens beneath which rivers flow. None of us is perfect. None of us is immune from sinning. Again, in the prophetic tradition, Prophet wasallam said, Every human being may make mistakes or sin. But the very first step after sinning is so crucial. And that is tawbah and repentance. And Prophet sallallahu alaihi completed this beautiful hadith by saying, وَخَيْرُ الْخَطَّائِينَ التَّوَّابُونَ And the best of those who make mistakes are the ones who seek forgiveness right away. And we learn the application of it from our beloved Prophets. And certainly starting with Adam and Eve. Prophet Adam and his wife Eve made a mistake. And when they realized that they were wrong, the first thing that they said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala putting in, saying that both of them are asked, Qala, not just Adam alayhi salam, both of them said, Rabbana zhalamna anfusana, wa illam taghfir lana tarhamna." مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ They said, both Adam and Eve, Our Lord, we have wronged ourselves. And if you do not forgive us and have mercy upon us, we will surely be among losers. And when it's done sincerely and properly, like Adam and Eve's repentance, from the heart, as Hadith again reminded and taught us, Prophet said, So, and one who repents from a sin is like one who has not sinned at all. Now, we know that our sins can haunt us in this life and hereafter. The more sins one commits, the more one could be deprived of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's blessings and the more trials and challenges one could be put through repentance therefore brothers and sisters can provide us a way out of our miseries and troubles of this life and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again reminded us in his divine writ in surah al tawbah chapter 9 and verse 126, by saying, أَوَلَا He said, don't they see that they are tried, tested, every year, once or twice? Are there anyone in between us that they, are, they have never been tried by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We all go through difficulties, different kinds of tragedies, diseases, loss of lives and wealth. But Allah is saying at the end, then they do not repent nor do they remember. He is inviting us to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And again, in so many parts of the Quran, Allah reminded us that you will be certainly and definitely tested with different things. But at the end of the day, remember that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is waiting for you. When repentance is done properly, I said. And here, what I meant by properly: the first thing, when one repents, he or she has to be first sincere. It has to come from the heart. And the second part is have remorse, regret whatever the sin is. And the last one is promise that you will never go back to that sin again. And this is tawbah Nasuh as Quran explained. The complete and proper sincere Tawbah, repentance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and our sins and purify our souls. Now this was the first part that I would, I would like to I wanted to share with you the spiritual cleansing or purification. Now, the second dimension of the purification from the verse that we just saw or heard, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talked about those who clean themselves, outer purification. And our deen teaches us to value cleanliness, to practice good hygiene habits, and to take care of our appearances. Physical appearance can be a reflection of what is in the heart. So, both our outer and inner purification are so vital. Now, especially when it is related to five daily prayers. When I say cleanliness, I talk about three, I will inshallah, go over, three different cleanliness or parts of cleanliness. The first one is... Cleanliness of the body The second is cleanliness of the clothes and the last part is cleanliness of the prayer place if you look at any book of prayer or fiqh About Salah the prayer these are the conditions of the prayers if you don't have any of these conditions fulfilled your prayer will not be accepted by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala because Allah is pure, and He loves purity. Now, I would like to go over each one of them, of course, according to the teachings of Quran and Hadith, to show how important they are. The first one is cleanliness of the body. It is very important for the religious life and the regular daily life. Now, that's why Allah Subhanahu Wa ta'ala reserved half page in his book in Suratul Ma'idah, chapter five and verse six. What is this verse about? Anyone? I know we don't talk in the wudu, uh, in, in, in the khutbah. It's about wudu, you know, ablution, washing yourself. And towards end he talked about ghusl. It is so important that he spent so much Portion in that page. And the verse starts with, he said, oh you who have believed, when you rise to perform prayer, wash. Wash what? The ones that you know, whatever body part that we wash in our wudu. I'm not gonna go into detail, but my point here is to show the Quran's emphasis on cleanliness, but towards the end of the Quranic this this verse, Allah subhanahu wa taala said, ما يريد الله ليجعل عليكم من حرج ولكن يريد ليطهركم وليتم منيعمه عليهكم لعلكم تشكرون. And after this explanation, giving the importance of the cleanliness, he said. Allah does not intend to make difficulty for you but he intends to purify you and complete his favor upon you that you may be grateful. What a beautiful invitation. Wash yourself, clean yourself five times a day. And the second part of the cleanliness that I mentioned at the beginning is the cleanliness of the clothes. Please do do not underestimate these are really important things. And especially when you come into congregation, we need to make sure, especially the Friday, that we need to make sure that our body is clean, our clothing are clean. We are coming to the house of worship, and we are coming here to meet with our brothers and sisters. And this is the most special day of the week for us Muslims. And if your body is clean, but your clothes are not, you are not ready to meet with your Lord again. And this is also from the conditions of the prayer. And again, as I'm sure most of you know, one of the earliest revelations put emphasis on cleanliness of clothing. And this is in Suratul Al-Muddathir. When Prophet Sallallahu received the first message, five verses from Suratul alaq and met with Angel Jibreel, Gabriel, and he was concerned, and he was puzzled, and he was worried that if he was okay. First time he met with Angel, Gabriel. And then came home, wanted to rest, and asked his wife Khadija radiallahu anha to cover him. And later, these verses came from Surah Al-Muddathir. Ya ayyuhal muddathir, qum faanzir, وَثِيَابَكَ وَالرُّجْزَ فهجر. And it is waking up Prophet and saying that, O you who covers himself, arise and warn. And your Lord, glorify. And your clothing, purify. And uncleanliness, avoid. So... These verses are one of those verses, very early verses that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about cleanliness, cleanliness of the body, cleanliness of the clothing. And yes, brothers and sisters, just as repentance releases soul from the sinful acts, so does water remove impurities from the body and the clothing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala beautifully framed this and he said in Surat Al-Anfal, chapter 8, verse 11, وَيُنَزِّلُ عَلَيْكُم مِّن السماء ليطهركم به. ليطهركم به. He caused rain to descend on you from heaven, so you clean yourself therewith. In my second khutbah, inshallah, I will talk about the last part of the purity, the purity of house of worship. akulu وَاسْتَفْرُو اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول Brothers and sisters. Islam, as we learn again from the Qur'an and the Ahadith, is a religion of nature. Islam and nature being indeed each other's counterparts. Both Islam and nature love cleanliness and abhor pollutions. As I mentioned in my first khutbah, another important condition of the prayer is the cleanliness of the house of worship or wherever you play, prayer place, masajid, mosques, the focal point of Islamic life, baytullah, we say the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talked about the purity of the houses of worship and praise those who maintain and take care of the house of worship, and this is from Surah At-Tawbah, chapter 9, verse 108, and he said, by talking about those people who keep not only themselves pure and clean, but also the prayer places. He said, There you shall find men who would keep pure. Allah loves those who, who purify themselves. And this was a promise or glorification or Allah subhanahu wa taala was praising for group of people in the time of Prophet sallallahu alaihi but it applies in our days also. Whoever take cares of the house of worship, Allah subhanahu wa taala says that I will raise them in my sight and I will love them. And this purification of the places of worship has started with the father of all great religions, Ibrahim alaihissalam. Abraham, the father of Ismail and Ishaq, Ishmael and Isaac, and great father of Yaqub, Dawood, Sulaiman, Musa, Jacob, David, Solomon, Moses, and so many other prophets, peace be upon all of them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked Ibrahim and his son Ismail to keep the worship place pure and clean. And when they came and settled in a place in the middle of desert, now today's Mecca, first they built a house of worship. And for the maintenance of the worship, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala reminded them in Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter two, and verse one hundred twenty-five. He said, Wa ila ibrahima wa Ismaila. And we charged Ibrahim and Ismail saying, Purify my house for those who perform tawaf, circumambulation. And those who are staying there for worship, and those who bow and prostrate in the prayer. Remember, again, we should... Cleanliness is not only physical. We are talking about cleanliness of the heart and the body and the worship place. Therefore, it is really important to keep ourselves from the both dimensions, be it either inner or outer dimension. With with today's khutbah, here are the action items, so to speak. First, Please remember to return Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala right away if any sins committed. This is so crucial and important. And ask for forgiveness sincerely and promise that you will never go back to that sin again. And when you repent, feel the remorse and regret in your heart that you went against the will of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. This is really important. And the second part is Please keep our masjid clean and neat as much as we keep our body and clothes clean. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised those who maintain his house, his houses. And if you see, as you see on the wall, it is ingrained on the wall of Islamic center and it should be ingrained in our hearts and minds too. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Yamuru Allahi, Man Salata, wa ayah. He said, Those, you know, the people who take care of house of Allah are the ones, or the who, those who maintain are the ones who believe in Allah and the judgment day, the last day, and then those who establish the prayer, five daily prayers and give zakah, almsgiving. So it is our duty to take care of ourselves and our place of worship, and then keep ourselves pure and clean physically and spiritually. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us and purify ourselves physically and spiritually, inshaAllah. Allahumma ba'id baynana wa khatayana kama ba'adta bayna al mashriq wal-maghrib اللهم نقنا من خطايانا كما ينقى الثبو الأبيض من الدنس آمين والحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة